Hey guys, you're listening to the Huh Podcast with Dino and Michelle. I am Pastor Matt, the father from the Father and Son Watch Horror Movies Podcast. I listen to this podcast every week, and you should too. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Oh yeah. We are recording in six eight time. Recording ding ding ding. Ring, ding ding. There that I got that six eight ding ding. Recording. <laughs> Okay, what's seven four? Sorry, I'm such a nerd. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> this is Gang Alley Media, where faith, family, and pop culture collide like a bloody train wreck. Hey, everybody. <laughs> we are back. It's Popeye Guest. This is Dina. And I've got a special guest, my buddy Dub from the iHeart Geek Show. How are you, my man? I am outstanding. Thanks for calling and uh, setting me up on this. We we haven't had a show in a while. No, uh, no, it's been. I think the last time we did something was when I did the zombie. The, oh wow, uh, the yeah, zombie was... episode on yours because I think we did that. After uh, Repo. Yep. yep that was, oh, that was way after Repo. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, you know, the, I mean, kind of the joke is uh, you have your own show and it's a fantastic show, but we always think you as kind of an honorary extra member of iHeartGeek. So, <laughs> I, you know, you're always welcome on our show and all that. It's just, and it just always feels at home when I'm on this, at, on the show. And I really appreciate how you make me feel at home on here too. No, oh, I appreciate that. And uh, so, I know you you guys just wrapped up uh, WandaVision. Just did it uh, this week. Yep. Yeah. So that was a journey. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then uh, we're having one week and um, we have a new panel with every one of these shows that come out. So Mm -hmm. we're going from the panel we had with WandaVision and then we're having a week together with my old panel and the next panel for uh, Winter Soldier or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier mm-hmm. Falcon, whichever one it is. Um, and there's a, a friend of your show, is uh Tyler Romine is gonna be yes. on those episodes. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a good time. Yeah, and that's what I love about your show is you know you have your your panel for different shows for mm-hmm. people who are into you know who are experts on different things, yeah, or know, not like, experts depending. or not, and or you know, people who have their interests. Like, you know, you had Chris uh, Giorgetti, who was like the Star Wars expert. Guru, we call him, yeah. (laughs) Right. And then he was on WandaVision, but as a kind of a newbie. As a noob, yeah. Yeah. And And it's, it's, we like to make our shows so that if you can jump in, if you don't understand what's going on, we have people that are new, so you're going to understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we're not one of those shows that takes ourselves so seriously oh well we did this right blah blah i hate that crap just have fun with the discussion and i like being able to educate new people in the stuff that i love you know right and that's where i kind of fell in where you know of course i was you know growing up i liked superheroes and stuff but it was mostly cartoons and movies and well that that that's probably like that. apropos for what we're talking about today. yeah yeah you know my <laughs> my mother's cousin was a artist or well, is still an artist, but for a while he did ink and did other stuff for 
Marvel and DC and did, really I did a woman in the late seventies and stuff like that. And somewhere I've got like a stack of Spider Woman comics, like in my attic in, back in New York. <laughs> you know? Oh, then it's getting destroyed because it's in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, so yeah, your show. You know, I I always share your show, but your show definitely speaks to my place because it doesn't talk over my head. It doesn't mm -hmm. speak to me like I'm an idiot or a, or a yeah. newbie, you know, um, I can go in and it's a great launching pad to get involved. And then it's not just comics. Like, you no. know, anything that you obsess about is geek. Right. You know, so is sports geek. Do people obsess about it? Yep. Is music geek? Do people obsess about it? We had a, we had a hour and a half long show about mustaches. <laughs> But the power of the geek mustache, and that is geek because it's something that people obsess over. And that's that's really we haven't found a topic that we can't talk about. Well, we have topics we can't talk about because we won't do political and we won't go religious as much as we can anyway. Right. Just because th those are no win situations for anybody. Mm -hmm. And speaking of which, that's <laughs> Let's why we're no here. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and I've told my audience this before. I grew up Catholic, mm -hmm. um, pretty right wing. My mother was a lifetime member of the NRA. She was a competitive uh, marksman. Mm -hmm. um, and so I always voted right. I grew up in the Reagan era. And, you know, and then I became a born again Christian in my 20s. And that really kind of solidified yeah. my right-wingness. I used to joke that I was right of Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scary place to be right there. <laughs> oh, it was. I wasn't a happy person. I'll tell you that, you know, off the bat. And in about maybe six, well, it started at the end of the second, the beginning of the first Bush administration. Mm -hmm. When the whole Ramos and Campion, the uh, Border Patrol agents, yeah, when they weren't pardoned, I kind of started backing away and going, wait, okay, there's just yeah. something that's well, not ideologically like black and white about everything here. Well, let, let's say this right <laughs> off the bat, both the Republican and Democrat parties has turned their backs on the American people. Yes, they're self-serving and they are both just special interest groups that want to have the two party um, dictatorship that's been going on for a lot of years. And yeah. I, I'm a veteran. I love my country. Mm -hmm. I don't love what's happening. But let, let me sum up my political beliefs real quick. I believe that gay married couples should be able to protect their their marijuana plants with guns. So I, I'm, a, I I'm a libertarian. <laughs> I can't disagree on any of that. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. Yeah, you know, it, as long as your right doesn't affect my rights, I don't care what you do. Right. Exactly. You, know, you can't tell me, you know, what to accept and what not to accept. That's part of the freedom of it. Yes. But but I can't infringe on your right to do whatever it is you want to do if it's not affecting me. So who cares? Right. And that's you know my whole thing is, you fought for the right for me to act like an idiot. Mm -hmm. That, you know, and I thank you for that. And far be it from me to tell someone else that they can't act like an idiot as long as it's 
affecting them, just them. Not affecting you, yes. Right. And so, like I said, becoming a born-again Christian, then I began to sit and go, you know, this doesn't feel very loving here. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. what, you know. So I started stepping back and just seeing all sides. And then when I got my current job, which I work in the prison system, <laughs> and I realized I was an idiot my whole life. I made a lot of bad decisions. A lot of those decisions, had I gotten caught, would have put me here. Mm -hmm. So maybe I should step back and not be too quick to judge and try to get a full picture. Fair enough. And that's kind of where the be decent to each other mm -hmm. came about. I don't know your whole story. You don't know my whole story. So I'm not going to knee-jerk reaction you. You know, you can be yeah. having a bad day. I can be having a bad day. And we probably agree more than we disagree on other things. So... Let's talk. Yeah. About uh, well, and, and I just want to say this. Most people do agree more than they more than they don't agree. The big yeah. difference is because the political parties have become a football team mm -hmm. and you don't really care what your party's doing as long as your team is winning. Right. You know, and, and I'm going to throw this right out right now. The Dr. Seuss thing. Here's mm -hmm. the deal. Um, three weeks ago. We had our actually about three months ago. We had an episode on on Dr. Seuss. Everybody yeah. was down with it. We all loved everything Seuss, blah blah. And then this cancel culture garbage comes up, and you know, well, they're all. I'll get to the. They're only canceling eight books in a second. But the fact that they are canceling Dr. Seuss books, and because some people that's their their football team, it's okay. No. Three months ago, no one would have said this was okay. Nobody. Mm -hmm. So, and I say most people agree on stuff in this. We've got to get this politics is my religion thing out of our brains. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I agree with that. Um, now, see, and this is the thing I don't, as far as the cancel culture, with the Dr. Seuss thing, from, from my understanding, and I could be wrong, mm -hmm. that it wasn't the populace that no. was, quote-unquote, canceling this. It was actually... It was the special group, yeah. The specials. Now, was it, or was it the... It was the academics and the... I, I, I know mostly it was, it was a, an academic, which... Don't get me started on them, but that's from what my, my understanding was. It's like a, a the an academic board said that this was racist, and no one on earth has ever said that book was racist. Nobody ever, and they got it canceled. And I, and then was it yeah. the estate of the the estate said, said we don't to pull it. We don't want to offend, which is. Because everyone's afraid. I'm. I'm. Let, let's be. Let's be honest. Right now, I am a fr little afraid of doing this show because yeah, right. I don't want to be canceled for nothing. And that's exactly. I think that's what the Seuss thing was going through. Well, they're already saying that I'm bad. We've seen things that are 
not bad at all been canceled and everyone says they're evil now let's let's get rid of these six books which you know that's that's book burning and it's terrible um yeah so and i that that's that's what sucks is well you know they only took six books that that really bothers me Mm -hmm. you know oh oh well well we have 98 percent. well so it's okay to burn oh 20 percent of the books out there that you don't agree with that's okay it's not you know that a lot of cultures have died because of this now wouldn't it be more beneficial to take those books expose you know shine light on the darkness if you if you honestly think that that book is offensive to chinese people which i think was the thing with the suicide uh, that was, was one of them yes i don't know what all the rest was of- but it, it was it was it was somebody it was two people that were carrying a tiger cage that they were dressed in chinese garb right from that from that like ming dynasty era right you know everything is a caricature by the way um yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> in dr seuss it's it, it wasn't i don't believe you know, Seuss was not a right wing side guy at all. He oh, was not far from it. No, <laughs> I, politically we would we would have a debate. Yeah, but this, I, yeah, that's mm-hmm. just I didn't see it as offensive. I don't think anyone has ever seen it as offensive until we were told that it's offensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have other things like now. There's a whole slew of movies. Mm-hmm. that are deemed offensive where last week they weren't yeah know, something like psycho being insensitive to to transgender right I'm like and, really no that's that's in, that's um insensitive to psychos yeah <laughs> yeah and you know once again instead of and I think that AMC, I think it might be AMC. It was AMC or, did the, and they're, they're not that they're not, they're not canceling, canceling them. They're putting a disclaimer. Warning. Yeah. And I mean Tom and Jerry did that years ago. I remember buying DVDs of Tom and Jerry, and it had a beginning, a uh, introduction by Whoopi Goldberg talking mm-hmm. about uh Mammy Two Shoes, you know, Tom's own. Yeah. And how it represented, you know, a stereotype of, you know, I'm and, it, uh, you and, know? I, and I will say it wasn't uh, that was an ugly stereotype. That they it threw. was. But how but how think, are we going to learn if we don't learn from the past? Right. And I think that was handled decently. I didn't turn it on. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. you're preaching at me. No, there were things that aren't right. You know, um, mm-hmm. on Shudder, there's a documentary, a very good one, even for those who don't love horror, uh, called Horror Noir. And it is about the Black experience in horror movies, going back from, you know, Birth of a Nation, which arguably is considered horrific. It's about the rise of the Klan. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But going through even King Kong, the original Kong and how it was a um, symbol of white people's fear of black people coming and taking their women. Now, I had never thought of it that way until I saw that. 
I can see where someone would see that that was a point. I'm not saying that is the point, but I can see where they can see it as a point. But no one was banning. But you could also. No in there was saying that King Kong yeah. should be banned. <laughs> yeah. But you can also say that if you want to be offended by somebody, something, if you say it loud enough, people will see your point. Yes. That is true. And that's just, that's just something to think about on that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's. I mean, sometimes I, uh, when Freud said it best, sometimes a cigar is or, just a cigar. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. I mean, I had gotten. It, that's, a, that's an important thought. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had gotten yeah. tagged and, you know, on Facebook um, almost a year ago. And it was during the mm -hmm. whole Aunt Jemima uh, thing where they were, which. Okay, I the original Aunt Jemima was a stereotype, you know, of the mammy type of thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. They had since changed her family the image. always loved those royalty checks. <laughs> they changed the image three times since then, though. Yeah. The current Aunt Jemima mm -hmm. was not that no, she image. looks like an 80s uh Felicia Rashad, yeah. Right. But I understood that point of view and uh, okay, well, and once again, it was the company that was choosing to remove it. And mm -hmm. that, hey, it's your business. You do what you got to do. I'm not going to come down and yell at you about it. Yeah. But at the same time, the Golden Girls had a clip of them with mud masks oh. on and people yeah. were getting on that. And I said, all right, this is where you know this someone's stupid. trying to say something here. This is dumb, yeah. And mm -hmm. I got labeled a racist because I didn't have a problem mm -hmm. with that being racist. And it was it wasn't. That was a member of the Facebook group that went on the Facebook group and said, I'm not listening to Hot Podcast, Dino's a racist, blah blah blah. And I'm like, really, dude? I mean. You want to talk about well, this? They don't. They, they're, they're, they're not going to. I'll say this. They're not going to listen to you anyway. No, he did it. Blocked and ran. <laughs> they don't and I'm care. Like, Thanks. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's like like most of the people that complain about a lot of the comic book stuff just on on the geek world. People yeah. want to complain about the, about you know. Well, there's no black superheroes or whatever, but they're not reading it in the first place. They hmm. have no clue. So really, who are we trying to appease? I'm not going to buy your book anymore. Okay, they weren't buying the book in the first place. Right. And yeah, they, and for some reason, these people have such a loud voice, and I'm offended by this. Okay, well, were you reading it? You know, are you going to start reading it if this happens? You're not. No, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, let, but as, as much as we're kind of harping on the left right now, um, let's look at where the first time I remember seeing council culture had nothing to do with the left, it had to do with the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. And that was against Pepsi. This is, I know there's stuff way before this, but this is the first one I can really blatantly right. remember. Um, they did the boycott of Pepsi because of Madonna's Like a Prayer video. And they tried to have Pepsi canceled. Right. So, you know, the right that wants to say, you know, the left are, they're a bunch of idiots because they're trying to cancel this and blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't think, you should be canceling anything, but 
the right does it too? When I started going to church, it was in 1999, mm -hmm. and I started attending and got saved in the Assembly of God Church, which had an all-out ban on Disney. That's cancel culture, yeah. And because and it was through uh, because they were taking marching orders, I guess, from James Dobson, who had a thing about, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was like, what? So you know, we have to go out and and you know, you can't sell your movies. You got to destroy them because then you're quote unquote. Someone passing, else is going to have them passing yeah. that evil on. Really, um. Really, Ray Bradbury? <laughs> we're, we're doing this. Yeah. And that's it. And as I say, that's as much as I want to be shocked about what's going on now, because I think it is going to a different degree. It's been, this has been on the marks for a long time. Right. And to say the right does it too. This right. isn't a right left thing. This is gross. Right. I mean, <laughs> and, and even right now, the, we have this Mr. Potato Head thing, which the right is saying, oh, they're they're making Mr. Potato Head gender neutral and they're making them fluid. They're not. What they're doing is they're taking Mr. Potato Head, putting him in a branding umbrella of Potato Head mm -hmm. and then having Mr. Potato Head, Mrs. Potato Head. They're the Potato Head. Well, I, I will say this and while I agree this this whole thing was silly, the fact that they played it for that woke attention, I think you kind of get what you deserve on that, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. But they did come back um, earlier this week, and they said, "Oh no, no, never mind. It's not going anywhere. It's still Mister and Mrs. Potato Head." Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but they were they were playing that for quote unquote woke points. Yeah, and when you do that, you deserve what you get. <laughs> yeah, and as far as the but. It, this was a failed campaign on both sides because they screwed up. There mm -hmm. was no, this was a no win situation. And that's why these companies got to be careful. These right. are no win situations. You're no matter what you do. If you take a political stance and you cancel things, <laughs> you are alienating half the nation. Guess how yeah. many people voted for the Republicans? Um, you know, this, mm -hmm. this, this cycle, half the nation. Guess how many people voted for the Democrats? Half the nation. You're going and because it's become our religion in this country, you, you are going to offend half the nation. So corporations need to stay out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That was something <laughs> that, you know, Michael Jordan had said that before. They had asked him political questions. He's like, uh-uh. Nope. I'm not, I'm not touching it because 50% of my fan base is going to hate me. Yep. And it's like, yeah. What you say. Yep. Yep. Morgan Freeman's another one. And, um, you know, I'll, the people that I – end up respecting a lot are the ones that say that mm -hmm. you know yeah. i yeah it's just the no win in this nation is getting silly with the cancel culture stuff yeah again we, we're having to tread lightly because we don't want to get canceled and it's it's i've never been in this situation in my entire life <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> aren't you glad i called you Doug? <laughs> this nerves yeah <laughs> <laughs> Get the heart pumping before your show. <laughs> yeah, we're doing Star Wars tonight, kids. Okay. <laughs> our our, our oh. non-political base on Star Wars. Yeah. 
Well, Lucas was a flaming. Never mind. Um, well, he was. Well, he was. But you know what? But, I mean, as much as we want to talk about the last of the movies, he had nothing to it. She had nothing to do with that. It was all Disney. Right. He never. The only political basis you can take off of that is ones that you put in yourself. Right. He never, and that's I don't care what side you're on. Mm-hmm. I don't I do not give a rip. I don't care where you spend your money. Uh, I care that you put out a product that I absolutely love. I'm not getting preached at. Yeah. OK, cool. I don't care. I don't care if it's Tarantino doing the movie. I don't care if it's Lucas. I don't care if it's Ted Nugent. I don't care. Do I do they put out something that I love without preaching at me? Lucas honestly did that, but yeah, we're in a weird place that that's going away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> I just stumped you in a corner right there. You, did. <laughs> you know, because, and there were a lot of movies that do have overtly political views and, and, and it might be because I was so far on the, the right, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not talking, you know, Westboro, you know, right. But, you that, know, that's not right. That is um, no, that's just right. You know, but, you know, you've got films like Red State, which is a hard film to watch, mm-hmm. you know, and does, and I'm not saying that even, even, Kevin Smith will say that he was going far beyond even what Westboro. Yeah. Yeah. And and that that's, what's, what's scary when you do these movies and you try to make that the norm. Right. You know, cause I mean, to make a good movie, you have to go to the extreme. Right. And that's why I'm so, I stay away from political anything Mm -hmm. in my entertainment as far as possible. For instance, um, there's certain comic books. I mean, I'm a comic book junkie. You yeah. Know, you see, it, see back there on that that wall. Mm-hmm. You can't see it on because we're listening. But I have a million comic books back there. I will stop reading a comic book as soon as they go political because I don't care about your views. There's enough out there that I can read that's not. I, am I saying that to ban those books? No. You absolutely make those if you have an audience for it. Do it. Right. But I will personally avoid it because it's not worth it in my life anymore. And I think that more and more people, especially after the Seuss thing, are starting to realize that too. Mm-hmm. I've noticed a lot of people aren't talking as much about it. Right. You know, and I have a lot of friends that are severely on the left and severely on the right. We're not talking about it anymore mm-hmm. because it's not, it's not fixing anything. It's making it worse. Right. And and that's my whole thing is, at what point are you are you trying to make a point, or are you trying to make a difference? And shouting about it and doing all that is not making a mm-hmm. difference at all. That's absolutely true. All you're doing is making a very loud point. You know, well, and the, you're not even squeaky, making a point most of the time. <laughs> no. And, you know, the squeaky wheel doesn't always get the oil. Sometimes the squeaky, the squeaky wheel gets changed. Mm-hmm. Well, that, and, that's what we're hoping in this nation ha- starts happening. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, I feel like I'm a little spent for a second. <laughs> now, 
on on this subject with the um, political stuff. Yeah. Now there are still political overtones on some stuff, and if it is done well, and I don't feel preached at, yeah. I will still watch it. I will still love it, even if I don't agree with whatever it is that they're talking about. Yeah. Um, we're we're about to do an episode next week on Boondock Saints, okay. and this politically speaking, I don't agree with most of what is said in that. But mm-hmm. Boondock Saints to me is such an entertaining movie. And yes, I'm being preached at, but I feel like it's okay. And that that's where that's where some of these filmmakers, they're not good enough to be able to pull that off. So that's why they need to not do the political. Right. And then, you know, stories, movies, books, comic books, they're, they're parables. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let those who have ears to hear, let them hear. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Don't hammer it into my head. Yeah. You know, don't, there's a little bit of subtlety that goes a long way. And sometimes your best parable, you don't know where that angle is coming from. Um, Jordan Peele's um, Get Out, mm-hmm. okay, which I think is a very well written movie. Um, I liked it quite a bit. I had arguments with two different people on two different points of the movie, you know, from two different sides. Mm-hmm. And the guy on the one guy was far right and was saying, Oh, you know, it's a whole racist thing against Republican. I'm like, Where was there a Republican in this movie? As far as I'm seeing. This is liberal white savior, quote unquote, you know, pandering people who are doing this horrible thing because they want to, you know, they, they over ingratiate themselves to this gentleman because they want to be him. Gotcha. I haven't seen the movie, so, so yeah. it's like, where are you seeing? You know, oh, it's a rich Republican. No, they weren't. They were liberal, rich elite. Mm -hmm. But you are looking at it through your Republican, you know, mind box. Because you saw what you wanted to see. Right. And it's like, man, no. (laughs) But so, like I said, you know, a good parable can hit anybody suddenly. Yeah. And that 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 is the point. It all parables are just a nice story on the surface. And if you don't get it, it's fine. It's still a nice story. Yeah. Now if you want to dig deeper, cool great. You can see stuff in it. You can see deeper stuff than I'll ever see in it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And that's because you put the time in it because you loved that story enough. Yeah. And that's See, we have a lot of filmmakers now and comic writers and regular writers and musicians that yeah, I'm going to say are not good enough. And that's why they have to scream out like this. Mm-hmm. It's because they don't have anything left to say. So politics, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> they have and- nothing else to say except for I'm going to somebody's going to like this. Well, here, here's a another thing that we have on this. Um like we have, I have somebody that always debates me and because there's certain, 
comic characters I don't like, and they happen to be female. Not all comic characters, but there's a few that I really don't like. And that they, they, they like to say, oh, it's just because it's a woman, because you, you can't handle a strong, independent woman, blah, blah, blah. That was is totally never the case. But that's the problem with the cancel culture is if you don't like something from a group, you don't like anything from a group. Right. And I personally, I like people because they're people or because they're good actors or because I like their story, not because I, I, don't, I don't like I don't like you anymore because you have a long beard than me because I have a short beard. Right. It, it's not inclusive. It's not. Yeah. It's just people. It's a non-factor. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that so much. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times they, they throw, well, like movie makers you know, production companies, directors, whatever, kind of put that out there before the movie even drops mm-hmm. in order to make a buzz, attention, maybe attention. to get people to, yeah, draw attention. Oh, I'm going to prove to you, you know, oh, you know, I'm not racist. I have plenty minority friends. You know, that uh, type of mentality. Yeah. And trying to get you, it's pure manipulation. Like with the Ghostbusters movie. Before the movie even came out, it was, well, if you don't like this movie, you know, people are yelling about this movie because it they don't like women. Women. No, it's a crap movie. All, That's why nobody first liked of all, it. No one was yelling about it until you made that point. Second yeah. of all, now we've seen the movie and it was crap. Yeah. That's why, you know. Well, plus we have the internet now, and everybody that has a voice that shouldn't have a voice. I mean, it used to be if you'd write a letter to a comp to to a mute to a to a company because you didn't like something, mm-hmm. you put thought into it, and you had to sit down, you had to write it, you probably had to proofread it, you'd mm-hmm. buy a stamp, you'd find the address, you'd send it. So you know there'd be one for every hundred thousand complaints. Oh, yeah. Now you're on the toilet. This movie's stupid, and you're racist. Bink. And it's already it's done. <laughs> yeah, you know it's it's given a lot of people a voice that shouldn't have one because it doesn't count anymore when the the one uh, letter equals ten thousand people anymore. It doesn't not anymore. Right now, one letter equals like a quarter of a person because people send it multiple times and people are outraged on your outrage, so they send their outrage. Yeah, yeah. It, they need to figure out this metric pretty quick. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah absolutely uh yeah um you know I, I i blame snapple because they did this 30 years ago with wendy the snapple lady people would write them write her letters and she would read them and then give them like keys to snapple so then people think hey yeah let me complain about something and i'll get something for her yeah not right i mean i'm well, my tongue it, is it was firmly in my cheek, but it was a fantastic um, PR move that they did mm-hmm. because at this point, you know, they were big um, supporters of Rush Limbaugh. Remember, he'd always yeah. talk, I, I, I'm enjoying my nice snapple beverage here <laughs> yep. with my gold EIB microphone. Ah, <laughs> that's almost that was almost good. That was good. Uh, <laughs> so, therefore, he had all those people now. What they didn't have is people that were going to complain about Rush Limbaugh. So they gave them an excuse. Hey, 
write us in, complain about it, and we're going to send you stuff. And then they get hooked on it. That was a brilliant PR move, but it did. You're right. I didn't even think about that before. That sent us onto the path that we're on. Yeah. But smartest PR move they could have done, mm-hmm. but kind of screwed the world forever without even realizing it. <laughs> yep. Wow, that was deep, Dino. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually kind of impressed by that because I never I, thought of that before. Yeah, I've got weird memory trains that go <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. So, I okay, now that we're exposing the world's problems. How do we solve them? <laughs> I th- uh, do you know how we solve it? A commercial break. What's going on, everyone? My name is Josh G, host of the Your Next Favorite Movie podcast. Each week, I will bring on a guest to discuss their favorite movie. We'll talk about why it's a great movie. Talk about sequels if it had any, sequels they may want to see, and we'll even cover the dreaded remake. Be sure to subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcasts, and follow us on social media at YNF Movie Pod. Remember, check back every week, because you never know when you may come across your next favorite movie. Ready. Just relax and enjoy the ride. In these uncertain times, people certainly need entertainment. And we can certainly provide. With our podcast, Hybrid Anime, we will talk about certain anime, certain manga, and certain manga turned into anime. Don't forget, video games based on certain anime. Yeah, we certainly can't forget that. And you can be certainly certain that we will provide that in Hybrid Anime. So you're going to introduce me to anime? Yes. Certainly. Will I like this anime? Debatable. Not certain? Not certain. Okay. It's certainly debatable. Will they enjoy this podcast? Certainly. Wherever great podcasts are found. Ready. Just relax and enjoy the ride. Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch. Just when you thought it was safe. got another brilliant idea. Why don't we do another podcast? And more terrifying than before. Another podcast. Another podcast like that last f***ing podcast where everybody's trying to censor our ass and they damn are all up in my damn face having something to say about my I don't give a shit. What you think about my you prima donna mother and my you can suck my mother with my so is that a yes? Yeah, sure, I'm totally cool with the podcast. 
the last show at the Rio. Hear it on all major podcast platforms. All right. So, once again, how... I've heard so much of you in this commercial break, man. Oh, what do you want? Two or three of them now? Uh, three. Why don't you just? Why don't you make one for iHeartGeek too? That way, you, we can have we can just have <laughs> you just talking through the commercial break. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> I, I think uh, Satomi is a. Uh, she gets the best because she's prettier than than we are. So yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> so solving the world's problems. Oh, well, if, if uh, how, how do we solve it? And I'm going to be really simple on this. Yeah. And this, this sets fire to everything that I do, everything that you do, unplug, turn off, talk to people that are around you and shut up. Yeah. And there, I've just burned both our careers right now. I burned everything that we love to do, mm-hmm. um, whether we're offensive or not. Cause I, I think that we both really try to sit in the non-offensive right. tone. Um, because it's not worth pissing people off. But honestly, that's the only thing that's going to solve it is either everyone becomes like us, they won't, or everybody shuts off. Right. Well, yeah, because we live in the land, and I'm guilty of this. Anyone that drives slower than me is an idiot. Anyone oh, yeah. that drives faster than me is a maniac. Yeah. Yeah. So just be me. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't want that. No, we <laughs> don't. Our, our, this nation was built... Yep. In a very fantastic way that the idiots and the reckless people are both make it up. And that's what should work. You know, I, how do we solve it? Honestly, talk to people from different political spectrums than you without talking about politics. Yeah. Love people. Yeah. You know, I know, I know that sounds so hippie, but it's true. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, everybody on my show, We've gotten to know each other a lot over the years, but we literally are the entire spectrum of the political market. We don't we, we don't discuss politics with each other, but we all know where we stand mm-hmm. and we all just love each other. Right. We have we have 21 panelists on my show. Wow. We all get along. We all have different political views and we love each other. Mm-hmm. That's that solves it. Right. And you know? you know, that's where our motto, you know. Of course, our motto is a takeoff of Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. You know, be excellent to to each other. I'm not even asking for that. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. why I said decent, because it's the, the bare minimum. Yeah. You know, as the Bible says, it's your reasonable service. You know, it's not. Yeah. Talk, I, I'm taking scripture out of context and I do it on purpose. Just. I'm offended. Everyone, I want to cancel and... your show. I'm sorry. I had to that <laughs> <laughs> You know, but yeah, that's what allows us to be a podcast that can have a, a pastor horror podcaster on, mm-hmm. you know, who, and then have, you know, I've had a, an author who was a, oh, Severe right winger. I had another guy that's far. Hey, there's commonality somewhere. Let's find it, and at very least, be decent to each other. Yeah. What? You know. And if someone doesn't want to be decent to each other, and we 
last time we did a show together, somebody on your page got offended with me for something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But if someone refuses to, I'm not saying agree. If someone refuses to listen to you, then I no longer have to listen to you either. Right. And I'm done. And I'm, I don't have to respond. You can say all the mean things you want. I don't care. To, there's this there's this fantastic thing on Facebook. We say a lot of bad. There's a lot of bad things about Facebook. I'll give you this one positive thing. You can block anyone you want and not be have to deal with them. Yeah. Yep. You won't see anything they write. And that's what I do. <gasps> yeah. But, yeah if, if, but if someone wants to discuss with me, I will discuss with anyone. Yep. And if you're constantly getting barraged by someone in particular... It's probably and on you. <laughs> you're keeping crap sandwich, you know. Hey, <laughs> like you Look. said, it, it's on you. Block them. Why? Yeah. Or are you a glutton for punishment and you like to be a martyr? Yeah. I, well, you can't come, you can't go yell about your political beliefs, say that you are correct all the time and not expect to have backlash. If you don't want that, don't say it. Because you've right. you've opened the door because Basically, you're standing out there and it turned into a pissing contest. Yeah. And nobody wins those because the wind comes and then, you know, it's, you're just wet <laughs> yep. all over the face and that's icky. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yep. So. Wow. This, this went is, really this deep. Is, I'm like, <laughs> this is heavy. yeah, this is heavy. <laughs> no, I want to say this to all, all your listeners or anybody that followed me over here. Um, if you're offended by it, come talk to me. Come talk to Dino. Have a discussion. Mm-hmm. And if you still don't agree, sorry. And we're not asking anybody to agree with our opinions because yeah. that's what they are, their opinions. But definitely, if you have any respect for the people that you're listening to, discuss with them before you yeah. write them off. Yeah. And if you don't respect them, stop listening. You shouldn't be, li- you shouldn't be wasting your time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I always wonder about people that listen to uh, like John Stewart or um, Ben Shapiro and they hate them. Yeah. I don't understand why you would do that. You know, you're not going to agree with anything. Why? Because mm-hmm. you're not doing it to learn. <laughs> right. You are wasting your life by mm-hmm. doing that. And that's and cancel culture takes it so that. You know, you're you're not only wasting your life, but you're taking away anybody else's opinion on anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like the uh, with Howard Stern years, you know, years ago mm-hmm. when. You know, he, he had the highest ratings, half were from people who loved him and half were people half who hated him. And they asked the people who loved him, why do you listen? Oh, I want to hear what he's going to say next. Yeah. Well, who hate him? Why do you hate him? Uh, I mean, why do you yeah. still listen? Because I want to hear what. He, what... Yeah. He's benefiting. Waste... Yeah. yeah. He's benefiting, and you you're wasting your life. Yeah. You know, we only get so many minutes in in a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to a bunch of stuff I don't want to hear. Nope. But that's me. Yep. Mm-hmm. But on that, the where can they hear? I heard geek. Where can uh, every every stinking uh, podcatcher we're on there. Just I Heart Geek Show. Go to www.iheartgeekshow.com. Use the com we paid extra for it. Yes, that is so pre-programmed. I can't not say it. <laughs> um, go to our YouTube. That's where we're starting to build that, and we are having an absolute blast. Um, we actually have 
people that you might actually want to look at, not just me on there. So that, that helps. <laughs> um, yes, just look look for look up iHeartGeek Show, and um, I'm pretty sure that anybody that's listens to our show has found a podcast quite a while ago too. Because mm-hmm. yeah, we don't we've had a nice little partnership for a lot of years. Yeah, so we do. <laughs> Yep. And guys, you know where to find Hot Podcast. We're on Twitter. We've, we've got the Facebook feed. We started a Discord. We finally did. Is it and, fun? Are you having fun on it? Um, I'm learning. It's 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 a it's a learning curve. Yeah. yeah Fortunately, it, it, Killian is uh he's part of my admin. My, and he's moderating he's my okay, mod yeah. on there. So you gotta have a mod on there. Yeah. <laughs> But what's cool is anything that you want to talk about, you can make different subgroups. That makes it a lot of fun, honestly, because like we have a spoilers and because we don't allow spoilers anywhere on any of our social media. We have a subgroup you can go into for spoilers and that and you if you don't want spoilers, you don't you stay away from that. And that's that's fun with the discord. I kind of like that. You can really much um, pare things down to what you want to talk about. Yeah. So, everyone, thank you. You guys rock. Be decent to each other. Peace.